Do you know what is incredibly overrated, Grant? <laughs> oh, that's microphones? An, that's an incredible start. Oh, my God. Uh, deep breath microphones, no. No, not, uh, not microphones. Hackers. Yeah. Hackers are incredibly overrated. You know why? Here's the thing about hackers, okay? They're perceived as being able to do this, like, really cool stuff. And, like, hey, we can control what sort of information is put out into the open world. Hey, the government, maybe they're not so secretive because we can do that. And they're perceived that in media. And then you get stuff like this. They're like a, like secret agents in movies as well, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm going to this international place. I have the coolest cars. I meet the coolest women. I have I stay at the coolest places. But it's really like, yeah, I listened to this call for 14 hours, and then I realized after 14 hours that we, hey, we bugged the wrong phone. Yeah. That's what hackers are in real life. Yeah, they, they also, suck. Um, they could be using their powers for so much better things. They also, um, I think they hate themselves a lot. They kind of should. And, and blame. If I'm being honest with you, blame a lot. Blame a lot of society on their own problems. They need to make their own bed before they ruin other people's. True. But I will say, I will say that I do think they're cool. I think what they do is kind of cool. I think the uh, their abilities are cool. Yes. They have, in the modern age, there are no superpowers. Right. That's the closest thing to a superpower, I think. The hackers? Yeah, they really do wield a giant yeah, that's true. sword. They can really, in, they can cut down barriers better than any physical weapon can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean. But I think, that's the problem is they don't. They cut down the barriers of a video game company. I think that hackers are a big broad term. And I think there That's are, true. there are white hat hackers. Right. And those guys are awesome. That's true. I, I will agree with you there that I am making a very broad assumption, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I think that people like this with the insomniac hack, which, which is what we're going to get into to yeah, start that's here. That's the number one news, the biggest item. piece of news of the week. Um, and it's like, dude, you could be doing this in such a better and more effective way than hacking insomniac to figure <laughs> out what their release schedule is. It was actually probably one of the biggest hacks ever um, in the gaming industry. Yeah. Except for, I think the biggest one by far is the Sony hack where they brought down the Sony um, network yeah. yeah, for three months. I think I remember that. Yeah. That was before they were charging for PlayStation network. Right. I yeah. think. Yeah. And that was always seemed like kind of a flawed system at that point, to be honest with you, because it's like you have to be able to pay for the security on the servers and such with yeah. certain, you know, that, and that's why Xbox pays or, you know, not, not the only reason, but one of the reasons they pay for you to be able to be online is that reason. So they can pay for the security of their servers and whatnot. Yeah. But they also, Sony was paying their, they were paying for security. They just wanted to one up Microsoft. Right. So, I mean, it got me, I, I bought a play, uh, PlayStation 3 right before the hack happened. I, mm-hmm. I put it online, and then like two days later, I... I can't get on. Can't get on. And three months later, like, I still can't get on. And then, like, two, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well... But Active Reload. Welcome to Active Reload, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, episode number 28. I'm your host, James. That's Grant. Hello. Uh, 
We're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. Uh, quick programming note, if you will. No episode next week. Yep. Christmas time. We're going to Merry take Christmas. the week off. Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. Uh, and uh, please remember to leave a rating on all the popular podcasting platforms. Follow us on all the popular podcasting platforms as well uh, as the um, Instagram page. Well, is it still working? Because we got we kind of got shadow banned by the gram is it still working or not it's still working absolutely all right so check out the instagram page active underscore reload underscore vgp yep can't believe i nailed that um and yeah just check us out check us out check us out and see what we're doing all right let's get into the first topic the big hack um it's a hacker group which always makes me laugh as well (laughs) it's like these guys aren't doing anything other than meeting up on discord you know yeah i mean shoot and that's about it discord Probably yeah, probably something else. Something else. Um, the hacker group is called Recita. Recita, maybe. Yeah. R A. I don't want to forget R-H- their name. Yeah. Who cares? They suck. Well, they released over a terabyte, actually 1.6 terabytes of data, including from Insomniac, by yeah. the way, which is a Sony property, um, including upcoming Marvel details. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, Marvel contracts with Insomniac. We were we assumed. This was happening now. Right. First of all, I should ask you how much, how much, how much details do you know? I've seen the release calendar that yes. they've shown. Okay, I haven't looked at any of the footage or anything because I feel bad whenever I do that because I'm like, yeah. this just this is somebody's really hard work that was not done that is just getting released to the world. Well, yeah. So, so I saw a lot. I once it's out there, I'm I feel okay to get it. I mean, or look at it. I'm not really. Including the employee passport images? No, 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 not that. (laughs) Sorry. There's a lot of personal stuff that was leaked, too. Yeah. And uh, not leaked, but ransomed, Right, basically. Pretty much. Well, yeah, they were... The the group was threatening to release it if they weren't paid $2 million from Insomniac slash Sony or whatever. And then, obviously... Uh, Sony slash Insomniac were like, we don't pay terrorists. <laughs> and then uh, the hack happened. Yeah. And then they release it. And uh, so I did watch some Wolverine game footage. And mm-hmm. we knew this game was in development. Um, I was kind of impressed. Yeah. I'm. I don't know if you saw it. I haven't seen anything. Honestly, I saw the the little teaser trailer that they released. I don't even remember when they released that, but it was like a. It was very. Not that almost like the Blade trailer. Yeah. Um. And that looked cool enough that I was like, okay, I can wait for whatever they want to do. Cause I kind of have full faith in Insomniac at this point to do yeah. whatever they want to do. So what they show, showed was it looked like a slice from mm. a demo that they were about to right. show maybe next year. Right. Um, and uh, because it was fully rendered except for the cutscenes, which were done in like a, a uh, storyboard video. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But what I saw was combat. Hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. in the hallway, really up close and personal, almost like Last of Us, Okay, where it was very visceral combat. Yeah. I mean, it's Wolverine here. He has knives in his hands. And then they go out of the window, and then it gets a little bit more open where his moveset gets a little more Expands. open, and more people try to jump him. Right. And then a boss fight happens, and then you see the boss fight, which looks early. Right. I was going to say, I think the best way for a Wolverine game to be made like this would be in the similar style of like God of War, the newer God of War, yeah. which is like an over the shoulder, close over the shoulder game. Exactly what it looks like. Okay. That's it, good. That's it's exactly just short range melee combat, right. kind of like last of us where there's like a very big, 
uh, emphasis on like hitting. It's mm-hmm. like uh, visceral. So when you punch somebody, they go. Ooh, it feels like and it. Then yeah. Really crunches less so than Spider Man, where it, yeah. it, where it seems everybody's too fast. punching bags. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one's cool. I like it. Yeah, I was super impressed. First of all, I think Insomniac are one of the best developers, yeah. and also they are one of the hardest working developers because they release their games on time mm-hmm. and multiple projects at the same time. Yeah, they're always con- they're constantly working on so something new. One of the things was like they're that I think they're going to be releasing a Venom game in 2024, while the Wolverine game comes in 2025, which. It's not really surprising. No, I kind of that they're going to make Venom kind of their Miles Morales version. Yes. I'm curious to see, I guess, if it's going to be um, like a Venom in between, like the ending of Spider-Man 2, you know, like the kind of lull in between those areas, or uh-huh. if it's after. Because if that's the case, then who's going to be Venom? Right, because they don't tease that at the end of Spider-Man 2. Okay. They have the symbiote. I can't remember what happens to the symbiote, but it's not like it latches on to somebody. They tease. You beat Spider-Man 2, right? No. Okay. Uh, can I, quick spoiler, can I spoil something or do you uh, want me to yeah, not? Yeah, you can spoil, just make, okay. mention it. Say everybody, okay, so you fast forward 30 seconds. Quick spoiler, fast forward. It's not even 30 seconds. It's going to be 10 seconds. Okay. They tease Riot at the very end. I don't know who of that this is. Game. Riot's the red one. Okay. The gotcha. red one. Um, they tease Riot as somebody, and you kind of learn that through the the uh, the side missions that you get in Spider Man Two. And I don't think it's going to be this. I think they're holding that for the ne- like Spider Man Three as somebody that you're going to face. Um, so I'm curious to see what they do with Venom and who they're going to have play as the symbiote. I guess because it's okay. not really teased at the end or anything like that. So okay. I don't know. M- not much of a spoiler, but not really. No, it's okay. just the if, if you didn't beat all of the side missions, there's one very. Um, there's one particular side quest that you go on that is kind of like very heavy handed. The main side quest, if that makes okay. sense, the one that yeah. wants you to play more than any of the others. Um, and that is the one that teases that, that next rendition of the game. It feels like so. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then, um, this hacker group released passport images. Yeah. They went too far, you know, like they, why? They, like, I don't they, understand. They went so far to, to hurt them. Exactly. Hurt people. And these are just people making video games. I know, and I don't know what is with hackers and video games. I don't get it either. That's my point. I think it's because video because they're fans of video games, right? And, and they're angry. Like I said, they don't then, really like themselves. Then just be fans. By the way, um, you know, don't hack me, bro. Please. Uh, I, Look, I, 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 I sure. Yeah. When, when I lived in San Francisco, I, first of all, I lived there a lot in many places. I used to live in San Francisco, and there was hacking problems all the time in San Francisco. We had our identity stolen. Me, and my wife. And a whole bunch of stuff. And once I moved here to Wyoming. You guys had your identity stolen? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, That's scary. Once I moved to Wyoming, I felt a, a lot safer knowing that somebody might have my address. Right. Here, this, oh, this, yeah. this place is, is a safe town. I love it. My neighbors love me and we all There's people that will call like on the other. radio and like yeah. actively give their address out. And like yeah. in any other scenario, it's like, why would you do that? And even here when people do that, I'm like... That's no, a, yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> you, you shouldn't do that, but yeah. I feel safer. Yeah, it's here. a little different vibe. We so, are, I will say, we're a little behind in terms of maybe the technological advancements yeah. that, you know, the, the more urban areas of the world have also, gotten. Also in San Francisco, in one of my many apartments I've had there, someone could, if they found out what I had in my apartment type right. of thing, and they could come and rob me, and it would be scary. The scenarios are scary. I'm telling you right now, no one's robbing me here in Sheridan, Wyoming. Well, yeah, it's a little <laughs> different. 
So um, things, things are a, little, a lot different here. Right. Now, but. But that's the, the thing about these, the, these the, guys that. These guys at Insomniac, mm-hmm. they're all over. They're, where, where are they located? I think they have three different studios, yeah, studios I think they have, in America. They have an Austin one, don't they? Yes, they I, have I an Austin one. Um, I, I believe a, a Northwest one. I'm positive so like, there's an uh, Austin. Seattle or something yeah, like that? Positive there's an Austin. I'm pretty sure there might be a Bay Area or even LA in California. And then maybe Washington. Now, these are heavily dense air. Places and getting your passport and your images taken from those areas. Yeah. It's it's scary. This is a bit a bad assault on Insomniac, and I feel really bad for them. They have studios in according to this, this is their uh career and opportunities page. They have studios in Burbank, California, and a little Burbank, surprise yeah. here. That's Durham, a- North Carolina. Durham. I wouldn't really? guess that. Um, That's cool. But yeah, so it just feels like like if you leak this leak the the trailer the the map the roadmap or whatever it's like okay whatever like you still suck but to leak like the personal information of a lot of these people just seems like such overkill for no reason for no reason other well, than the fact that they could do it and sell it for a certain amount of money first of all i have to mention that they took uh 1.6 terabytes right of data they sold 2% of that data. This is what from what they're claiming. I don't know if you could take it them right. for you know what they say, but they say they sold 2% to somebody. Mm-hmm. So they released 98% of what they had. Now, I, I think this is a scare tactic type of thing. Very terrorist-like. Right. Where now, it's, you, it's the now, new you're, age. Going, now you're going to scare people into ransom. Right. It's the world we live in now, but unfortunately. Good job, Insomniac. You should. Yeah, honestly, I hope Insomniac and Sony, because Sony never makes press releases ever. Right. But I think they should be like, you know, good job, Insomniac. Yeah. Like, tell your employees that you know to be tough and be cool and right. Don't be down. We're sorry your passport got stolen and all your personal details, but you're pretty cool. <laughs> we like you. <laughs> I hope. Well, just don't fire no, anybody from the, them. First I mean, of all, they're not going to lay off at no, Insomniac. No, of course not. The whole. Industry is laying off a lot of people, but right. Insomniac are extremely good yeah, and well worth every dime. Probably up there at this point with like, I mean, from software is mm-hmm. like tier at like S tier right now, but right underneath the A tier is Insomniac. Yeah, not that far behind them. Like, and that's the thing is it couldn't have happened to a better company so far. I know, which sucks. God, I hate I hate hackers, man. I hate them sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you're right. There are the occasional white hat hackers that provide good information to the public that I would say there's more hidden there's You're more right. there's more better there's more yeah. good people than there are bad people in this world agreed. in general agreed but these people it's just like <laughs> you're you're doing nothing um all right let's move on shout yeah. out insomniac so uh shout out insomniac topic number two I bought armored core six yeah the game that James I bought purchased and never didn't really play played. very much yeah because <laughs> there was a lot of games that came out this year yeah that's true but I played it um, I got a little birthday card in the mail and I went and bought this game. I got mm. a physical copy. And uh, I, I love it. You got it. an actual physical yes, copy? Yes, I did. Wow, look at you. Uh, it was basically only four gigabytes large and I had to download the rest, the, the 30 other gigabytes. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It's basically a key at this point. I know. Um, I like it a lot, man. Uh, so first of all, I have been playing Armored Core for a long time. I mean, I, I had it on original PlayStation. Um, I think it was uh, Armor Core Two on PS One that I had, mm-hmm. and I I loved it. It's it's a it was a very hardcore game back then, and then I had one for um, 
PS2. Can't remember which one that was. And then I got a um, V-Day, Verdict Day for my 360. And I don't think I really like that one that much. But I've played a whole bunch of them on my PSP as well. Yeah. Um, so PSP. the difference between this one and those, this one's the budget's way higher. Yeah. The production values. It's a very pretty game. It's very it's gorgeous. Uh, very smooth. Yeah. Very gorgeous. Still action oriented. Like it's, it's very action oriented. There is a soft lock that was kind of surprising. So in other AC games, you would have a circle in front of your armored core unit. Mm-hmm. And if you can keep the enemies in that circle, it would lock on. Right. Now it locks on automatically. Oh, okay. So that's a little different. Yeah. It does make it easier, but this game is not easy. Yeah. It's still very difficult at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got through the first boss and I was like, all right, I think I got my fill. This is it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know for, if I want to go further than this. The, the first boss, I, I was like, okay, very hard to avoid those missiles. Yes. And eventually I the got missiles. it and I beat them after like the fourth or fifth try. Yeah. And uh, then I moved on to the second level and yeah, the action ramps up. It's good. I like it a lot. Now in the news, they are about to be a uh, release a very big update. Mm-hmm. One of them is including a ranked PVP mode. This is cool. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. So the old um, armor core games, would have a ranked mode, but you don't play other people. You just play other uh, AI right. in a ladder type of rank, right, and you right. go up. Now, I believe that's what they're going to do with PvP in this game. That's cool. I think this is really good. This is like, remember the, um, and they might still actually go on, but the the robot, um, like remote controlled robot uh, fighting game, like not games, but like fighting uh, things that would be on like Spike TV. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. this is, except it's real robots. Exactly. That's and, exactly and what it is. you can customize it just like that. That's yeah. kind of what the whole point is. Yeah. You, you need to customize your armored core, which is a mech. It's right. like a walking mech robot. Thing. They look like Titans and Titanfall. Yeah, pretty much. exactly. A little bit bigger. Yeah. And um, yeah, so Same you're idea. going to be able to customize and you can customize everything from left-hand weapon yeah. to the way you, to right-hand weapon, to the way you walk, the way you jump. Yeah, your right leg versus your left leg. Exactly. Yeah. You can use treads like a tank. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to jump very high, but you'll be able to be a tank. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think the rank mode, they don't have any of the from software games ever had anything like that. They, I don't really, they, they have, have like a multiplayer one V one in like the dark souls games, right? Well, yeah, you can. So there are areas, especially Elden Ring, which comes up in the next topic. In mm-hmm. Elden Ring, which is their other game, um, you can go to a certain area of the game where you can just enter into a PvP match. Right. And also, but it's not ranked. No, there right. isn't. I don't think there is a rank. Okay. Maybe there's a skill, right? Like a skill based matchmaking, right. something. Maybe I don't know. But you can also invade other people's games. Too, mm, yeah. Which is that? That's one one of the more popular events that happened. When Elden Ring was coming out, was the one guy I can't. I think his name was like oh, Let was Me Solo. Let Me Solo her or whatever. Yeah, Let Me and Solo. He her. had like a bucket on his head or something like that, yeah. and that was all he was wearing. And they'd go and kill was her name Melina or something yeah, like that. Matilla or something uh, like that. Melitale? Oh, yeah, I can't remember. And um, yeah, that guy was awesome. That guy, they made a statue out of that guy. Really? Yeah. Deservedly so. He just has a helmet or a bucket on the head, and he wears his underwear. No That's shirt, no wears. pants, underwear. He's like, and Let Me Solo. I got her. Don't worry about it. Very good at that game. Yeah. Very good. I don't know. There it. are some people, by the way, who are really good at armor core. Mm. That's why this is going to be cool because, yeah. like, you could turn this into like an actual esport. I don't know how popular that would be. I don't but know. But 
like watching the best of the best play this game is yeah. going to be something like now, fun to watch. When it comes to that lock I was talking about, mm. I'm interested in how the best players use it. Use it or is, does it make the skill ceiling higher or lower? I right. don't, I don't know. But it feels like it's something that can be like everybody can use it, but it's difficult to master like that sort yeah. of situation. Oh, I'm sure. I can I already know. tell because of the campaign is yeah, exactly. difficult to master. Right. Well, it'll be yeah. interesting. Uh, from software, they've done it again. Yeah, well, they just keep on pumping out good stuff. Yeah, they do. They are S tier right now. Yeah, very, very good description of them. Now, the next uh, news item: Elden Ring. Speaking of from, from software, Soft. Elden Ring's first expansion, which has been a long time coming. Yeah, I was going to say I'm surprised. It's rumored to release in February. February yep. Um, According to this Reddit post, um, the retailer Data Blitz, he briefly uploaded alleged details on the upcoming Elden Ring themed uh, controllers controllers from Thrustmaster, Thrustmaster, which, okay. So Thrustmaster makes, they make controllers. They have this one really cool uh, kind of first person shooter controller where you can pull out the um, joysticks and the D-pad and kind of switch them. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? Yeah, like the face plates that like... um, uh, like scuff makes like scuff, popular controllers like that. Yeah. A little more. I don't know. Easier. When I think of Thrustmaster though, I think of racing, racing wheels. Yep. Yeah. Not I Elden have, Ring stuff. I have a Thrustmaster T, uh, 500, 400. Yeah. I love Thrustmaster. They're an awesome company. Cause I like how they can, you can buy other Thrustmaster products and just pair it with the Thrustmaster it, that you have. Yeah. I mean, you could pair it with the Thrustmaster you had in, in your, on your PS3. Right. Yeah, I've never had any of their wheels or anything. I wanted to get them um, for like F1 and stuff like that to play yeah. with the wheel because it's obviously a much better experience that it way. It is, I must say. But I don't know, Elden Ring with the Thrustmaster. I'm curious to I'm see what really it looks like. I'm really curious to see yeah. what this is. <laughs> I like the idea of Elden Ring being played with an Elden Ring style drive, uh, like steering wheel. Though. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be really cool. That'd be really um, cool with the armor cord. If this is coming out in February, if they're actually having an expansion that releases in February. Yeah. It blows my mind that they didn't have any sort of trailer at the Game Awards. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't make any sense to me. Because that would be the perfect time to showcase the trailer and then have a release date of two months out, get excited. They didn't have anything at the um, the Game Awards, if I remember no. correctly. From Software didn't have anything. A lot of Sony products didn't have anything. Yeah. Either. Like, they had the the trailer for the Valhalla mode for God of War. And a lot of people, when that first um, that first splash screen showed up on that trailer, everybody thought it was Elden Ring. Yeah, because it, it did. Because it kind of has similar vibes, I guess. Um, but nothing. Like, absolutely nothing from FromSoft. Nothing Elden Ring related. Um, but, again, if they're releasing, like, this big update with the ranked mode in Armored Core, granted, it'd be a little bit different for Elden Ring if it, it's more than likely this expansion is going to be a story DLC, obviously. Um, but it would be strange for them uh, because they're doing the, a similar thing with Armored Core 6. There was really no publicity around that where they were, you know, advertising that they're releasing a ranked mode or anything like that. So it wouldn't be insane, I guess, that they wouldn't really, you know, yeah. until until they were ready to release a trailer of some kind. Well, I also think that um, releasing hardware, like a controller. Yeah. Uh, there might... They're teasing it out, I guess. Maybe this is a tease. I don't know. I don't know either. But know. Uh, t- uh, controller by Thrustmaster, though. That's the weird part. I, well, oh. Thrustmaster, they do hardware. Uh, yeah. So it's, no, not like right. they're, it's not like they're incapable of making one. Now, I, I don't understand. Did you come with to an epiphany or something? Yeah. You, what'd you, what were you thinking? Elden Ring racing game. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. 
It'd be like Rainbow Road, except it's that very one, hard. That, yeah, that, that crazy place at the very end of Elden Ring. Yeah, the the tree. Yeah, the Erd tree. Yeah, the Erd tree. You're racing on the Erd tree. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, no, I think uh, I'm really interested. I wonder what a controller would look like because Elden Ring is a really hard game, and a lot of I do I customize my controls in Elden Ring mm-hmm. big time. And if there's a certain controller that did something better than the others, I'm I'm interested. I'm, interested. All, I'm always interested in new designs of controllers. Right. I love the GameCube controller. Oh my god! Very strange looking. You're you're one of one there, yeah. Chief. So no, I'm not one of one. People like that. That's a terror. Th- no, that's a terrible. You're thinking controller. of the N64, the pitchfork. Oh yeah, that's N64. Wait, that's not Nintendo GameCube is more like a <laughs> Sega Genesis kind of or. Sort of like a dog bone design we'll almost with uh, a, a strange right joystick that is hard plastic that you can't click in and you and only has eight directions. But oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's strange. I know the, the face about. buttons are right. They're ergonomically. like, ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is also kind of a weird controller though. Very weird. And like the, it's uh it's, what is it called when they're the, the joysticks are in two different locations. It's the, like an S yeah. Asymmetric asymmetrical. Yeah. yeah. Joysticks, but they're like the D pad and the right joystick are like hanging off the bottom of the controller. Yeah. It looks really weird. Also, there's an L one button. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Maybe true. Z. And there's an L two button, yeah, right? Ahead of its time. But an R there's only an R button, one trigger, but that trigger has two modes. It, it's a soft click and a hard click. Mm. Really cool. Really interesting. Nintendo had, did some weird stuff. Well, they always huh? step out of the box. That's why I have so that's much true. respect for Nintendo. Yeah. They don't nail it every time, but well, they nail it nine out of 10 that's, times. But that's the thing is they have so much, they do a lot of weird stuff with their hardware, but their software for the most part has been the same for about 15 years. No, it was funny. I was thinking about during that game awards. Uh, I was thinking about uh, a, a category where you reward a company for having the most polished game out the box. Right. But then I realized oh. it would all go to Nintendo games. Yeah, that would be number one. But it's also because they're, like, in terms of development of what they're making, outside of the Zelda games, the most recent Zelda games, Breath of the Wild, and I can never Whatever remember that. The, I can't is. remember. I never remember the sequel. Breath of the Wild game. Part yeah. 2. Yeah. Um, outside of those two games, like, a lot of their development and the way their software software is created and what you find in those games has been pretty similar like <laughs> yeah. for 15 years. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. They would they would get the award for having the most polished game at release, but it's because they haven't really moved as far forward as everybody they have else. It down to a science. That's true. Especially yeah. I mean even but with that being said, like the Breath of the Wild games, those were also very well polished even though they were super ahead of their time as well. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is Breath of the Wild just a better title? Yes, it is. Breath of the Wild versus Tears of the Kingdom. I wonder... Breath if, of the Wild seems like... Breath of the Wild seems like a Ubisoft Far Cry game. True. Yeah. Off. I would... I would If there was a DLC for Far Cry called Breath of the Wild, I'd be like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get a Nintendo person in here because we're not necessarily Nintendo oh, people we can find in one. terms of uh, games people and ask them if they like which one they like more tears of the kingdom or breath of the wild because they're going to say tears I've, but i've heard i've heard both as well though i've heard breath of the wild as better for whatever reason i don't know why well i will say the breath of all breath of the wild is probably more um impactful yeah because it was the first one and it's in, in the that group open world kind of design yeah 
Well, and, and the fact, I think it was also helped out with Horizon being released at the same exact yes. time because you could climb everything yep. in Horizon and then you were limited in, or excuse me, not in Horizon, in Breath of the Wild, you could climb everything. But in Horizon, you were very limited as to what you could actually climb around and stuff. Yeah, it just, were, the contrast was the And they the were same. also both marquee titles, open yeah. world titles from Sony and Nintendo. Right. So, of course, they were going to be compared. Now, James, mm-hmm. on to the next topic. This is very sad news. Yeah, this is sad news. So voice actor James McCaffrey passed away yesterday. Yeah. Um, he is the voice of Max Payne. In the original Max Payne. Max Payne 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, all of them. Michelle. Uh, that's him. Um, he's Zachariah Trench in Contact. Or it's always called, Contact. Always call it Contact. Control. And, oh, right. Um, you're right. He's, uh, he's been in Alan Wake uh, 2. He was in Alan Wake 2 as well. Right. His likeness was in there too. And... Um, of my one of my most talked about underrated games, mm-hmm. Area Fifty One for PS2 and Xbox original. That game was great. He does many voice act, uh, many voice jobs in that game. Um, I like this guy a lot. He was also in uh, a lot of shows. He was in Better Call Saul for a second, couple oh, episodes. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. He was in the show Rescue Me. He played the main character's, uh, I think, dead uh, father. I think mm. he was a ghost. He showed up in his dreams and stuff. He has a very distinct voice. Yeah. If you looking at like, um, iconic control, um, cause that's the game I probably know him the most from other than Max Payne, but Max Payne, I haven't played in a while. Um, in control, he plays the director before you. Yes. And he doesn't have like a huge role. Um, he's basically your gun. Yeah. He's kind of your gun and like the guy, (laughs) the voice in the back of your head, essentially, which Um, is strange to say it out loud. Right. Yeah. I mean, that game is strange. Yeah. The whole game is strange. (laughs) Um, but he has like, whenever you go and do those moments with him where you're like listening back to what he's saying, because he's the guy before you and he's left all these sorts of, um, like pieces of knowledge you have to go. Like he can tell he kind of really puts his heart into those roles. Yeah. This guy's awesome. That role. So it's unfortunate that he, uh, he had a battle with cancer, right? If I remember yes, he correctly, pass away from cancer. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Rest in peace. Rest James in peace. McCaffrey. But I will, I, I do want to say something. Go ahead. That It is a podcast. So, <laughs> so this is the first voice actor in video games I've ever really liked ever. Really? Yeah. So Max Payne came out had man a long time. 2001. Yeah. Maybe it's about right. 2000? 2000. I was thinking 2000. Right after the Matrix, because it was heavily inspired by the Matrix, right. which that came out makes in 99. Sense. That, now you can see that. Yeah. And um, so there wasn't a lot of voice actings in video games. 2001. Uh, you're right. And then I got it for PC. It was right when my PC, I think we upgraded my PC. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved Max Payne. I loved this game a lot. Then it came to PS2. And me and my friend used to play it all the time. And it's a very hard-boiled detective game, right. and the narrative is a hard-boiled detective. There are so many good quotes from Max Payne, written, by, written by Sam yeah. uh, Lake. Sam Lake, yeah. Who's the, the head of Remedy. Yeah, it's interesting to see where he's come from as well. Yeah. Because he, was, he wasn't the head of Remedy before, right? When he was working at, for the original Max Payne. I think he... Was he the head? Oh, he's at least the head writer. Yeah, Maybe that's not, what I mean. Yeah. Is he was writing these games, and now yeah. he's just like the now he head controls. dog. Yeah. Now, so I'm gonna list my favorite quotes from Max Payne. Oh, okay. Because and I didn't put this down. I wrote these myself. Matt, there are so many good quotes from Max Payne. So here are some of my favorite. Okay. From Max Payne three, he says, 
I had a hole in my second favorite drinking arm. And the only way we were likely to find Fabiana or to get her back was now in, in, in installments. Nice. Which I think is funny. Good one. And then he used to say, uh, he says he was trying to buy more sand for his hourglass. I wasn't selling any. Nice. Now he says this in a really grumpy yeah, voice. This isn't James McCaffrey saying this. This is <laughs> I grand. can't do it. I just love this guy so much. I, I have to quote. And then my all time favorite quote. The things that I want by Max Payne, a smoke, a whiskey for the sun to shine. I want to sleep to forget to change the past. My wife and my baby girl back unlimited ammo and a license to kill. Just peak Max Payne. Yep. If you've ever been depressed, play Max Payne because <laughs> he's probably feeling about the same way. That was from Max Payne too. Yeah. Michelle. That's my favorite. I like when he, he walks in. Michelle. I got a hole in my second favorite drinking arm. Yeah. Dude, rest in peace, James the, McCaffrey. Yeah. This guy, the legendary voice actor. Guys. Yeah. Play the game. And then after you're done playing, play the first two games for sure. Uh, if you want like the, the original story. Well, one of the reasons I didn't mention it, I should have mentioned it at the top, but one of the reasons why this is a big tragedy. Well, someone Obviously, dies. Yeah. It's a tragedy, but remedy is in the middle or in the process of remaking Max Payne one and two as one single game. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. And they were bringing back James McCaffrey to do the voices. Uh, obviously they had to, have been. right? Maybe well, he recorded already. Maybe they don't need him to record because they have a lot of, yeah, recording. they do. Yeah. Um, but they are remaking this game. It sucks. I wonder games. if they're still going to go through with it now. I think they should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree. I will say that, um, you should play the first two for sure. Cause the third one's not connected to the first two, right? Because I can't remember. I can never remember. No, the third one is connected. It is connected? Okay. It will, I can it, never remember. Not, hold on. It's standalone. He right. just refers back to it. There are about five levels in that game where they are flashbacks mm. in New York. Oh, okay. Where he meets the guy that you are playing with in Brazil. So play the play all of them. Play, play one, all of them. Play one through three. And then when you're done with that, actually play the first one first. Yeah. And then... When you're done with that, go watch the Max Payne movie no. from 2008 with Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis, and then you'll have an appreciation for the video games yeah. even more so. Yeah, don't because the movie, movie is terrible, very it is bad, one of the worst movies ever made. I can confidently say that. I, I can't imagine. Oh, I, how? I mean, there was the original Mario Brothers movie where they really missed kind of the yeah. point of Mario Brothers. Right. I think this Max Payne movie misses the Max Payne. The point, the feel, uh, just about everything about More Max than anything. Payne. Yeah. yeah. The only thing they really kind of get right is the fact that it's snowing in New York. <laughs> like most yeah. of the time. There's a blizzard. In and New that's York. about it. Yeah. That's about the only thing that they get right in the movie. It's terrible. It is so I, bad. I love that game. One of my all, Max Payne 2 specifically is one of my all time favorite games. Really? Yeah, definitely. I see. I don't I've think I, so I never times. played 2. I always have like a weird memory of the first max Payne because 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 like the the art style of it yeah for whatever reason and i think it was kind of because of like the faces sam lake's faces yeah on max it Payne. makes me uncomfortable yeah like whenever i play that game well it's a it's back when the graphics weren't very good yeah so they use photo right photos over like and they a flat face. it over the model or whatever so metal gear solid didn't use any photos over the face they use a smooth like polygon face yeah with no eyes and stuff no mouth. What a weird but time. Cutscenes, you know. What a weird time Strange. in video game history. Um, rest in peace, James. Not for me. Yeah, rest in peace, Sucks. man. Love. I, 
Good. And then, I mean, Love that guy. Uh, it, it, I, I'm curious to see what they do with the the remakes of the me Max too. Payne. Me too. I, we'll see. If they you can honor him by keeping the same. Uh, maybe having play in the game somehow. No, I mean like for development of the their oh. new Max Payne or whatever remake. You just you can keep his voice. I can't imagine another voice actor doing this part. That's He's the so iconic. It's unbelievably iconic. Right. And that's the problem. If, if they didn't have any of the, uh, all the lines done or anything, then he, I think you have to scrap it because you're not going to change it midway through. Yeah. Remaster it. So, just remaster it. Yeah. Give me a remaster I mean, and if, put it all in one. The, yeah. Uh, Max Payne one can, you can cut a lot out of that game. I think it's a little too long. Really? If you play it today, it's a little too long. Max Payne two is perfect. So when Max Payne 2 came out, a lot of people didn't like it because it was so short compared mm. to part one. Nowadays, I guarantee people yeah, would prefer yeah. part two. And plus, it's a great story. Yeah. A great story. A love story. Great video game title, too. Mm-hmm. Max Payne. Good. Perfect. Yeah, it is. Perfect name. So on to better news. Yeah. We okay, have a top hey, let's, five. Let's get jolly. Let's get jolly, everybody. Let's get jolly. Okay. James, I present to you. Mm-hmm. Top, <laughs> seen this already. Top five favorite Christmas themed games or game events and or events. Yeah, because if you limit it to games, it's a little bit more. I know there's not a lot of games. Yeah, or even I put in parentheses even games that remind you of Christmas. Okay, but you have to explain why. Right. Oh, okay. You want to go I, first? Honestly, you know what? It, is Max Payne a Christmas game? Uh, is no, he, it's a winter game. But okay, just winter, not Christmas. No, they don't mention Christmas, I don't think. Maybe in the very beginning. I think there's a Christmas party, maybe, in the oh, very well, beginning. Hey, that's all you need for Die Hard to be a Christmas movie, so hey. <laughs> well, that takes place during oh, one okay. whole oh, Christmas right. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Payne takes, takes place that. over, like, weeks. Whatever. But, um, well, I should say days. I mean, more like three days. But. You do your list first. I'll go my. I'll go first. Start with number five. And when I, first of all, I got to explain when we say Christmas themed game events. Yeah. A lot of like, uh, live service games, live put service out games put out yeah. events. So number five, Hitman blood money. This isn't a live service game. This game came out on a uh, PS three, um, Xbox three sixty. It's been re released on remastered on modern consoles, but at Hitman blood money. Mm-hmm. There's a level called you better watch out. I know this level actually. And it's basically a Christmas party at a strip club. Yep. And uh, it's awesome. Really, really cool. Yeah, One I, of my all time favorite Hitman levels. I'm remembering this level actually very well uh, in the bl- top at the back of my mind. <laughs> Blood Money is a is a probably the, one of the most well liked, well received Hitman games. Really? O- outside of the newest oh, okay. one, which is whenever a kind I of a see trilogy. this game, I'm always like, this game looks really bad. But I mean, of the time, I guess. It was at the time. The graphics aren't as good, but the time from the when it came out, right? It was. It was there's a very wide open way to go about this game. Mm-hmm. You can go about it so many ways. Now the game that came after blood money was con not contracts, but mm, the next Hitman it might've been contracts. I can't really remember, but it was more linear and people hated it. I so, loved it. There's too many sub. It. There's too many subtitles for the Hitman games. Yeah, I know there's a lot of Hitman games. They're all really good. IO interactive. All right. Great developer. That's all they've done, right? Are the Hitman uh, games before, PS2 era uh, during the PS2 era they had a couple games I mm. think uh, one of them was um, this telekinesis game that was pretty good I can't remember what it was called but it was very good actually um, now number four for me is Rainbow Six Siege the snow brawl this was a s- event, event yeah. two years ago two Christmases ago 
you remember this one? I do remember this event. This was a cool event. It was uh, you throw snowballs at people and they yeah. freeze them in place and it's a capture the flag mode. Yeah. It was a great, and it was only like a, a game mode in the actual game. And then I, they had like a battle pass, I think. Yeah. That went with it that you could get Christmas themed items yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. I still have that Christmas theme. Uh, I forgot his name. He has the shield. Oh, uh, Blackbird. Blackbird. I yeah. Have the, the snowman. Uh, yeah. Or not snowman. It's Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good skin, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that skin. That Dude, you can count on video games. If, if there is an opportunity to be had for a bearded <laughs> character to become Santa Claus, they are going to take it. Yeah. Because that is what they do, they, baby. Yeah. And you know what? It More was power really cool. to him. Yeah. I, I partially believe that they made Blackbeard or whatever his name is. I, I said Blackbeard. That's the pirate. It's I don't know why I said Black that. Bird? It, are we sure about that? Are Jeez. you sure about that? I said Blackbeard because I thought of the pirate. Me but too. Yeah, it's something similar. It's something like that. Whatever. He has the shield. He shoots the AR. Um, a part of me wonders if they made that character because they were like, hey, we got this event coming up. We need somebody that kind of looks like Santa Claus <laughs> yeah, if he's out of season. Well, this was probably three years after the game release, by the way. Hey, hey, they're thinking ahead of time. Yeah, but I liked it. Uh, they had many events in this. I think this one was one of the best. There was a uh, cowboy uh, event, like a Wild Wild West event, mm. I think is still the best. All right. The next one, number three, The Division. The Division is not, I don't, it's not a Christmas game, but the whole concept is a virus breaks out right. during Christmas. And so you play maybe a year later or a uh, Soon in, after, but yeah. New York is still still has their Christmas lights up and stuff because the whole city shut down, which I think is really cool. It's a great idea. So it has Christmas themed everything throughout the whole game in New York. It in, was Blackbeard, by the way. That Blackbeard. Was, that's his name. Yeah. That's the okay. operator's name. Okay. Not the pirate. We're good. Yeah, it's all right. Anyways, yeah. So the division, division uh, interesting take on a Christmas theme. I think uh, it's. I think very it's, cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, just a little a preview of mine. You you will see the division on my yeah, list as well. There you go. And another one is Earthworm Jim for me, number two. And I now, didn't realize this was a Christmas not game. Not a Christmas game. Okay. But right. I got it during Christmas when I was little on the Sega Genesis. Of course. And so every single Christmas, I think about Earthworm think Jim. Think of Earthworm Jim. And I'll try to play it. I can nail this game with my eyes closed, by the way. I love I, this I'm game. I'm trying to think of... I don't know if I have any game or even like piece of media that I really relate back to Christmas if it's not... Christmas related in the actual game slash movie. Movie, okay. I don't think I have anything like that. Maybe, maybe Halo Two because I got that for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, like a long time ago. But I was also living in Florida at the time, so it's it doesn't not. Feel it like doesn't Christmas. feel like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Well, and number one for me of all time. Now this is a Christmas game completely. Mm -hmm. This is Parasite Eve from Square Enix back in the day in PS One era. So this game probably came out ninety eight. It is an RPG, but not quite turn-based. An action RPG takes place during a Christmas show, like in, in the theater on mm -hmm. um, Broadway in New York City. And uh, then weird stuff happens. And I, you, I, you go through the whole game yeah. in a Christmas theme kind of horror game. I'd never heard of this game. until I, like, no, I looked it up because I was looking up Christmas games to jog the old memory. Um and this was obviously on a lot of people, uh, a lot of lists. And oh, I yeah? never heard of this video game ever. Oh, this game's awesome. There's Parasite part two Eve. as well. And there's a PSP kind of a spinoff called Third Birthday. Also really good. Also takes place during Christmas. Dare I say bad name? Third Birthday or Parasite Eve? Nope. I mean, Third Birthday is a bad name too, but <laughs> Parasite Eve is a, is a bad name. Oh, I love this title. That's a good title? Because it's on Christmas Eve. Does it happen Eve? on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. That's fair. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I love this game. I had an unopened copy that I sold a couple years ago for like 300 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, you are, you make some bank off collectors, off yeah. of collection type stuff. Yeah. People I like start me. doing that. Yeah, you can. And that's it. That's my top five. What are your top five? So I have an OLI. As oh, James gosh. does. Outside the lines. No. Outside looking in. <laughs> outside looking in. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V had a festive surprise. That's what it was called. I remember. An event. A festive surprise event. Um, and they made snow. Los Santos. Yeah, they put snow on Los Santos. And it yeah. kind of changed the way you played the game a little bit. Or at least how you drove a little yeah, bit. Yeah, how you drove. And stuff it. like that. That was fun. They sold... Um, different types like i think they had like a snowball shooter and stuff like yeah. that that you could shoot it you know shoot snowballs out of um so that was a pretty cool event that i enjoyed in that game it wasn't you know mind-boggling or anything like that they didn't have too many like i think they sold some costumes or whatever that you could buy in stores um you know like an l for a gingerbread cookie that you could be or something like that um but it wasn't too expansive outside of that um so that's my oli that was a fun event number five can i give you my oli yeah go ahead you I forgot your oli no i didn't write it down but oh. i was gonna say mafia too okay it starts out during christmas yes good pick goes through a whole year the that's whole, a great pick the whole city is all snowy there's snowman yeah. everywhere that's a good pick that. that's a great pick actually um number five for me uh is overwatch the original one winter wonderland that was right around when it first came out uh, I think it was like the first season when it came out, they had a winter wonderland Christmassy um, sort of event that they did. And they had a lot of really good battle pass skins that came with it. I remember um, they changed some, I think Kings row was like the one, yeah. the one map that they changed to make it all look Christmassy. And it was like super cozy and super fun to play with all the skins and everything. I thought that was a great event. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they had a snowball mode as well, where you could yep. throw snowballs at one another and stuff like that. Cool. Super cool event. So that's my number five. Uh, number four, Bully. Bully has a Christmas uh, chapter yeah. that yeah, you I think can play it's a, on. The second or third one. Yeah. Uh, it's a chapter that you're, you know, it's the, the school's all lit up and everything, and there's Christmas vibes. There's trees everywhere, presents and somewhat. You can go around and, and destroy uh, snowmen and yeah. stuff like that because you're a bully. You're a bully. Yep. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's just cool. It's very good at matching like the school Christmas vibe yep. that they were shooting for. Another one that I didn't put on here because I didn't get far enough to really enjoy it was Hogwarts Legacy. I was about a, to ask that. Do yeah. they even have a Christmas? They do. They have, they have a pre pretty good and dedicated Christmas section. Because the movies game. all have a Christmas yeah, uh, that's, part. I mean, to be honest, those movies are borderline Christmas movies. Okay. <laughs> to be honest with you, especially like the first three. Yeah. Um, I didn't put the Hogwarts game on there because I didn't play enough of it to get into uh, like the deep part of the Christmas area, but I know that they have like a big winter Christmas um, section in that video game. Okay. Um, but Bully, it's a great Christmas game. Great Lots game. of fun. Yeah. Uh, a great game. Fun Christmas section that's fun to go back and play. Um, number three on my list I hate that you brought up your OLI because number three on my list is Mafia 2. Mafia 2. Mafia 2. Yeah, like you said, at the very beginning of the game, you're coming back from um, the front lines in of it, the war in Italy. Italy and yeah. it is wintertime in Empire Bay. Also, basically New York City. New York. But Empire Bay, uh, it is you know, snow on the ground. There's a whole bunch of festive lights and everything. It feels like Christmas in New York. If you were to have it, Definitely. Um, like especially in the 40s, New York. And my favorite part about it is you are driving through Empire Bay and they have Christmas music playing. Yep. In the Genius. radio. Yeah. Genius. Um, I don't know. Like GTA didn't even have that obviously because nope. you have to, you know, Licenses. Know, licenses license the music and obviously they don't want to do that for an event um but the fact that they went that far to have that i thought was very cool so mafia 2 and it's not very long i think it's only like two or three chapters in mafia 2 where yeah, it's, it's the beginning yeah where it's uh where it's actually christmas but it feels very cool it's very cozy 
uh, and a fun intro to the game. Number two on the list, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. Whole game takes place during Christmas, Christmas time. Um, and it's great in terms of vibes and just looks. Everything looks really good, very festive. You have you can have a Christmas costume as Spider-Man where you got a little scarf and you got your hat on and it's like very Christmassy and stuff. It looks really cool. You know what? I've never played Miles Morales. Really? Oh, I played the original play it this Sp- year? <laughs> I played it. I played Spider-Man. Yeah. But not Miles Morales. I thought maybe it was going to be too close to Spider-Man. So I, I, no, I skipped out yeah. on it. You should you should play it. Just I mean, just for the Christmas vibes. It, it, I do game. have this game. Yeah, you on, should play it. On PS5. It's so it's very good. It's shorter um than obviously like Spider-Man one. It's a, it's basically a and story two, DLC. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um and, okay. it's, and it's really good. I I like Miles Morales a lot, actually. Um All right, yeah, and yeah, it's a, it's a great, great Christmas vibe. Uh number one for me, no surprise. The division. Oh, the division. All the right. division. No surprise. I think they nail uh what it must feel like post apocalyptic Christmas time. Yeah, it's which is great. Weird. Yeah. And it's all like kind of snowy and slushy on the ground. You can see the snow falling. The lights are all still up and everything. There's Christmas trees you can run by that are starting to like kind of decay because it's yeah. been a long time. Um it's just cool. They I think they nailed like the vibe of it, even though it's post apocalyptic. It's a perpetual Christmas in New York. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I don't think I mean I you know I haven't been to, to New York during the Christmas time. But it, to I me have. Yeah, live I would I would have to imagine there's no better time of year in New York City than Christmas. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I have to. I'm guessing. No, there's a, there's many better times. Really? I think that. For think of all the movies. The the first snow right around Christmas is cool, but it 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 because I used to work in Times Square, so I'm I'm a little jaded. But you used to, yeah, you used to work in Times Square. So that from Christmas to New Year's, it was, it was a madhouse. Yeah. But yeah, I do. It was like Rockefeller, the tree. Yeah. Like going in Manhattan. It was kind of cool. The skating. I did skate in uh, Central Park. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it was, you know, it's cool. It does feel like Christmas, but that snow turns to filth real fast. Right. Of course. Yeah. You got Um, exhaust pumping into it 24 seven. It, it, people, because because it's Christmas and it's very busy and it's mm-hmm. the beginning of winter, it take it the city gets caught off guard. It seems like every year, right? So your neighborhood won't get plowed and garbage oh, piles right. up and it starts to smell. It's That's not, understandable. It's not so fun. It's not that, that that different than the division. Yeah, exactly. Where garbage is piling up. Garbage is piling yeah, up. None of it's plowed. That's another great detail because. There's no garbage service. There's no garbage service. Yeah. So everybody's garbage is stacked yeah. up on the side. I lo- yeah. That, that is a great detail that they yeah. have in that video game. Too bad the gunplay was yeah. kind of boring. It's not, honestly, that entire game is not thrilling to play in my honest opinion, yeah. but they, they nail the atmosphere. I will shout out that the second DLC for that, and I cannot remember what it was called. Um, it's not Warlords of New York. No, I, I, I just wanted to say Gangs of New York and that's, that's the uh, movie, but it was kind of the very yeah. first extraction gameplay mode yeah. or game mode in yeah that was uh, in well and they had like the dark zone or, yeah, or the, the, dark zone. the dead zone or whatever it was called in that game and that was like for the time being pretty ahead of its time oh yeah kind of introduced a lot it was of, hard when you're shooting humans and they have yeah. you know three thousand health yeah they have health like a yeah like a final fantasy rpg yeah, boss exactly or a or diablo character and yeah. i'm like i just I, I just ripped five magazines into this dude how is he still running around <laughs> yeah and yeah it's kind of funny yeah but well, that's it, and that's, that's our, our top list. five. That's our list. Yeah. Go play some Christmas games. You know what? I just thought of this. Outside looking outside in, outside looking in, you're gonna agree with me. Mm-hmm. Here. 
Call of Duty Four. Yeah. The map crash. Yeah, they have a they they're doing one this year as well. They have a winter crash. Yeah, they're doing one this year as well. I'm curious to see how that one plays out. Um, but yeah, when they did the crash one, I think they did it for a lot of the maps in COD Four. If I'm not mistaken, Uh, at the very least, they did the airstrike as Santa Claus. Yes, genius. When you shot people, they turned into presents. Presents. Yeah, they they exploded into presents. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they did it. They did a, a good um a good Christmas. They Christmas did change mode. the map up a little bit. There, there's a couple connectors that are closed off because of snow and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they did change a little bit. I, I appreciate that they're like kind of leaning into that now more than they had in the past, obviously, because they have more opportunity to do it because of how, I guess, life service, essentially, ta- Call of Duty has more or less become. Yeah. You're like, so uh, cool. you better do something. Yeah, essentially. Nah, I mean, it's the biggest time of year for you guys. All right. Now, I'm going to have... Uh, the next set, um, segment here. Yeah. Notable, notable games, games releasing, releasing this week. This week. Why did you pause? Week. We were doing it together. Oh, I'm sorry. That doesn't matter now. You know what? We're breaking up after this. <laughs> well, there's only one, and that came out, and a game came out last week, and it's called Asgard's Wrath 2, Part 2. It's a VR game getting great scores. Yeah, this is, uh, this is one of the most well-regarded VR games that I've seen since Half-Life, Alex, Exa- probably. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm going to say this. Big but. They don't lie. Our designated VR player, Steven Schreffler. Steven Schreffler has bought this game. Oh, yeah. Didn't have a lot of things to say about it that were great. Really? He said he was, he was like, he was good. Oh, you know, I'll have to ask him. It was uh, engaging. Mm. The graphics are good. The VR stuff that right. you get in VR games are there and they work well. Now, IGN gave this a 10 out of right. 10. I doubt it's a. It is reviewing very well. Like IGN's good. not the only one no, I know. that's giving out the reviews like that. Yeah. It's just when I think of a 10, I think of Half-Life Alex. I just doubt. It's did you Half-Life. play Half-Life Alex? No. I never did. I just, well, how do you, what, I know what are you talking about? Because I know Half-Life. And I yeah, just, that's that's fair. If there's any game that's going to really push the boundaries of VR, it's probably going to be a Valve Half-Life game. So I have a, an add-on for this section. Since this is the last podcast we're going to do this year, James. Yeah, true. Actually, yes. Because... The next time it's going to be January January 2nd. 2nd. Yeah. All right. So these are games that were delayed or just never came out. Oh, okay. (laughs) This is a good addition to the segment. So some of these games uh, never came out this year. They were supposed to. They just never did. No announcement. Nothing. Okay. uh, The first one. And now these are games that were supposed to be ported this year from either PC or from Mm -hmm. console to iPhone or something. I already know one of these that you're going to call out. Phasmophobia. That's the exact one I was Number one, expecting. the game that was supposed to come out in October, then it was supposed to come, oh, it was supposed to come out August, then yeah. September, then October, then November, and it's... This game is losing its hold of where it was when it first came out. I know. Because it was very popular when it first it came out. It could be writing, it would, if yeah. it would have came out in August, or Perfect from August time. or October, yeah. it would have rode a big wave of energy. Yeah. Into the stratosphere of horror games, and now everybody's and like, when's, games. "When's Lethal Weapon coming out?" Yeah, now coming out think, to to console. I'm wondering if this game will ever come out. Number two, Warzone Mobile. This was supposed to come out this year, never did. Really? Yep. Warzone Mobile, and no one even talked about it. Yeah, I didn't even. I know Call of Duty Mobile, obviously, but I didn't realize that that was not part of Call. Guess of Duty what Mobile. else was supposed to come out this year? Call of Duty Mobile Two, Rainbow Six Siege Mobile. I'm glad that didn't come out, to be honest with you. <laughs> that sounds really stupid. And a game that I was kind of interested in, because I'm into VR this year, is Green Hell 
the you know you've heard of this game green hell mm-hmm. it's a um a survival game okay kind of scary good name supposed to be in, uh, the, the vr port was supposed to come out this year never green did no hell. one ever talked about it now games that were delayed that are officially delayed and probably and some of these have release dates and some of them don't okay number one for this is path of exile part two which is um was delayed because diablo right four came out and they're very similar yeah, it's path stole, of e- stole all of Path of Exile's thunder. Yeah, Path of Exile is a free-to-play Diablo clone, but very, very, very good. Uh, Stalker? Stalker 2? Oh, yeah. Wow, I forgot about it. It was game. delayed because of the war in Ukraine. This is a Ukrainian oh, team. Oh, yeah, that's right. And um, so they, it's coming out first quarter next year, supposedly. I know there's a much bigger problems going on in Ukraine, but that sucks. Yeah, I know. Uh, Skull and Bones, the yeah. Ubisoft game, was also delayed. That's coming out soon, though. It's coming in out in February, February. I think, yep. right? And uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine yeah. Part Two. Now, Space Mar- the Space Marine game that came out for 360 was well loved. People love oh, this. Okay. Game. This is a Gears of War style game. Yeah, awesome game. Um, Pragmata. Have you heard of this game? Pragmata is uh, Capcom's There's new IP. Way too many just random words you're throwing in. Yeah, I know. Prag- Pragmata is a Capcom space exploration game. You can tell why it was wow. delayed yeah. this year. What other space exploration <laughs> game came out this year? Um, and then a game I've been really waiting for for a long time, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines mm. Part 2. One of the greatest action RPGs of all time. Can I say really quick? R- sequel to that. Yeah. Bad name. Uh, what was it again? Give it to me one more time. Vampire the Masquerade okay. Bloodlines okay. 2. There are a possibility of at least two colons yeah. in that title. So Vampire the Masquerade is a franchise they've right. they, they've released a br game that came out this year a br game oh yeah and what are you you're fighting vampires you are vampires and you're fighting in the city with a bunch of other vampires and there's people that could be really cool or it's actually a great game really dumb it's really good it's right. a it's a definitely a new spin on br battle royale and it's well how do you is it like you are you fighting people it's on ps5 you can get it on ps5 maybe xbox i don't know all that. Oh. yeah you buy uh npcs to get re, regain your health okay but you fight other people. There's a shooting. It's a shooting game. It's a third person shooter. Why are you? Sh- you're a vampire though. Because you, you can't really bite other vampires and really kill them. Aren't vampires just like? It feels like the lore of vampires changes depending on who you ask. Yeah, there's some people that believe vampires ask, are like superheroes. Yeah, ask Anne Rice and then ask Bram Stoker. Right. Bram Stoker just he was like he woke up in a in a coffin one day and he needs blood and that's about <laughs> yeah, it a little more yeah and yeah. then and then there's blade and it's like yeah dude I can oh, yeah, I can jump Marvel. like crazy yeah I got this insane blade and rice is more like hey this guy's a rock star and he's a handsome yeah. dude and it's a very, why does it always change it's a very big like romantic thing being right. a vampire I guess yeah there sparkle. is like a weird there, there was a a weird vampire renaissance in like the '90s, early 2000s. I'm telling you, there's been a vampire renaissance, a second one, in almost yeah. every couple decades since the 1800s. You're, that's sad, and that probably that's not a bad take. No, there has it's that's not true. a bad take. Shout out, um, who's the guy that wrote Dracula? Bram Stoker, the original Dracula. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Bram Stoker, dude. He was ahead of it, dude. He was onto something. That's there. my all time favorite his um fiction, classical fiction. Oh, big book. vampire guy, huh? So I'm you not went, a big vampire guy. You I'm went, just, that's a good, <laughs> read that. I'm telling you, everybody, do what you can. It, it's a free book. You can, <laughs> you can download it for free. You can get it free. It's in the public domain. Get this book. Read it. Public it is domain. So good. It it uh, it's very modernized. Even 
even though it was written over a hundred years ago. I love the idea of you reading hundred and reading Dracula years ago. I love the idea of you reading Dracula and be like, this is such an incredible book. Hold on. Let me get the second most popular vampire book of all time. Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then be like, this sucks, dude. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, well, it's true. Read that book. It's a great book. I have. I mean, clearly it almost, it created, they tried to create the Dooku again under it. So, and yeah. then that never happened. Yep. Shout out the mummy. Rest in peace. Shout out the mummy. The mummy with Tom Cruise, not the. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The Dooku. That, I love Rest that be- trailer that you showed. It's me. so funny. Oh my God. There's not a better trailer. dude. It's I had no so, idea. So funny that there was a Tom Cruise, a, a recent Tom Cruise yeah. mummy movie. And then after that movie, they were like, we aren't, we're not going to do this dark universe, cinematic universe anymore. Forget about it. Yeah. Swamp thing. No, the invisible man. We're just going to turn that into a different horror movie. That's it, not actually it related sucks because you know, DC has a great, like the, um, the league of extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah, true. It's an image comics, which is owned by right. DC, but yeah, that movie ended also in a way that seemed like they were going to have a sequel and then nothing ever happened after it. I know because it, it bombed. Yeah, it did. It, it didn't just bomb. It bombed. One of the, one of the biggest flops. Yeah. In- one of the biggest flops of all time in movie history. Yep. Well, and that's uh games that were supposed to come yeah. out this year. So on to the next segment. What are we playing? James, you go first. Okay. Um, I am playing, I mean, most of the games that I have been playing are listed on here that yep. you have been playing as well. <laughs> uh, the finals started playing that. I want to hear your take on the finals. Everybody's heard mine a couple times. I am very much enjoying, I, I haven't played it a whole lot. I've played probably 15 matches, 10 to 15 matches, oh, something like that's that. That's enough to get a yeah. grip of it. Um, it's good. I, I really like this game. This feels like it, depending on how they go with it, because there is, there's not a huge culmination of maps or anything like that. No. It, it does not feel like a typical triple a backed, um, multiplayer first person shooter, obviously. Um, so the, the graphics no, are really good. The though. graphics are great. It's a beautiful game for sure. Um, but just in terms of how much they actually have available, it could be not necessarily the downfall, but the reason that people start to go away from it because it seems like there's a lack of content right now. Yeah. I hope it's supported with a little bit more yes. modes, a little bit more stuff. Yeah. Modes, maps, weapons as well. Um, but I think the gameplay is really good. It plays really well. Like it's very smooth. It's very responsive. Uh, and yep. the way you kind of build your team allows you to, and it's three V three V three. Um, and the way you build your team kind of allows you to do different, um, tactics of what you're going to be doing because everything is destructible in this game, yeah. which is super cool. One of the things that I've said is um, a high health rate or yeah. so time to high, kill. High, high TTK, high time to kill. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice it as much when I was actually playing, to be honest with you. Okay. I didn't think it was as bad because when I watched clips of it, I was like, wow, that guy just ate a whole bunch of bullets right there. Yeah. Um, but then when you're actually playing, you're like, it's not as fast as like called or like Rainbow Six or Call of Duty or anything like that. It's definitely the longest one of those of, of the major uh, multiplayer first person multiplayer. Shooters. I like to say if you're familiar with Warzone, I would say it's like Warzone yeah. killing someone in Warzone with three plates with three plates but yeah. times two. Yeah, that's so probably fair. Twice the amount of health, right. you think? It's, it's more like, I, I think it's akin to killing somebody, like one of the AI with a juggernaut suit on in the Call of Duty games. Okay. But you both have that health. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's multiple options. It's more like Halo, I guess, is what I would say. Except it's a little bit more health than Halo, but it feels the same way in Halo in the sense that if you run into... Yeah, the engagements last as long. Yeah, the engagements last as long, and if you're like 1v2, it, you kind of have to 
play your options. Like if you're one V twoing somebody, you're in a bad spot. Yep. Like you have to be able to coordinate with your team very well. Um, so I think it's very cool. I think the tournament mode that they have is really cool. I think that's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. Um, and I think there's a, like, there's good bones here. There's definitely yep. some very, very good bones. Uh, they just need, I think some more content in terms of maps and also and James stuff like that. You've been me. I played by myself. You've been playing with two yeah. other friends. Yeah. So you have a full squad. Yeah. Or trio. Yeah, a trio. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the way to play it. Like if you're playing it solo, I would imagine that you're not having the best time playing no, this game because no. it's it's makes it a lot more difficult. Um, especially in the tournament one in the tournament game mode, because everybody that's playing that game mode is more than likely um, you know, three three stacked or whatever. Yep. Um, and if you're doing that by yourself, you're probably not gonna have a good time. But the thing that really blew my mind is the fact that they're able to get away with like the amount of destruction that you have in the environments oh, yeah. with the the system that it's on. Like in the Series X is really good, but there's no other game really other than I would say Battlefield. That's still bad pretty company limited. Two. Bad yeah, Company that's Two still is pretty limited. Very limited. Like, yeah. But in Bad Company Two, if you're in a building, yeah, you can bring the building down. Even yeah. it's a small. Usually, all the buildings in Bad Company right. Two were smaller. These are pretty big buildings. I've seen right. a big building come all the way down. Yeah, it, it's like game. they're Multiple depending floors. on the maps. Yeah, depending on the maps, it's like three, four story buildings. Yeah. I will say the detail. Like once you go inside the buildings, there's like nothing inside yeah, of them. It's not a lot. Of <laughs> so detail. it's not. There's like not like it's not like couches are falling down or anything like that. Um, they're all basically empty. But it, it's it makes for really cool scenarios in which you can't get up the stairs to get somebody. So you just blow up right under them yep. and they fall into you and you gun them down. You can also, um, in some, in one of the levels, the objective is hanging from yeah. the ceiling Yeah, and you can actually bring the objective. Yeah. Down. You shoot down the, the, the rope that it's tied to essentially, yeah. and you can make it lean or you can make it fall all the way down. It's just, it leads to very creative ways to go about attacking objectives or teams that are stuck on the objective. I think it's really, um, the bones are there. The bones are definitely there to make yeah. a, to have a really, really good first person shooter multiplayer. Game. I can't wait to watch the pros play yeah. this game at the highest level. Yeah. Once it, I, I think if, if they play their cards right, they have like a pretty decent esports phenomenon here. Definitely. In, my opinion, in definitely. my opinion. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, because there are ways that they can really mess this up as well. Yeah. There's also ways is cause there's so many things that can happen in terms of destruction in this game that, they're the pros could exploit something pretty bad and it could just ruin the even balance. weaponry. Yeah. yeah. Like even certain weapons can really kind of disrupt the balance of the game. Um, and with the limited amount of weapons that you have kind of already, depending on the class that you're picking, if there's one class that has a very broken weapon, you can, you can see the situation in which everybody's just running a three stack. And then you have a situation where like overwatch ran into at the beginning of its uh, tenure where they, they didn't lock operators. It was like, you could be whatever operator you want, no matter what, it'll just give you the, Hey, by the way, you don't have a healer or whatever, but because one of the operators is so overpowered or whatever, one of the heroes is so overpowered, it didn't matter. Yeah. And that could be a come up problem. Now, obviously overwatch was able to outgrow that and they figured stuff out, but I'm curious to see how the finals goes about it. Who, who develops it? I can't remember who develops uh, this game. It's Nacon, but it's the, is, is the publisher, which is a very up and coming, not, up and coming they're big now but they're putting out awesome games in the last year or two and the developer i think is from i think it's a uh, nexon or embark studios embark okay embark and studios. i think they're like a european or Eastern, yeah. uh, maybe um it says they're a nexon subsidiary yes almost so. every team under the nexon label 
is a subsi- subsidiary of Nexon. Oh, which okay. is, a, I think can go real bad real fast. That's true. If Nexon starts having trouble, then so does everything else. Yeah. Then it all starts crashing down. Um, so yeah, finals. Very cool. Having a good time. Cool. I was impressed with it from what I played. Also playing Warzone. Me too. Played that with you yeah. a little bit. Um, we, 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 won, we won a game. We won a game. We were, we were winner, winner, chicken dinners. That's PUBG, but you know, yeah. same thing. Um, but yeah, and Warzone is fun. Warzone is Warzone. I will say that um, it's a lot more fun when you're playing with a, a group that's very competitive yeah. and you're winning. With good communication. So I played with um, some friends and we won. And then we, I think we got like second place, third place, win, mm. second place, third place. And then event, the next day or the next couple of days after winning and, you know, getting high ranked, we are now in with some really tough players. Some goons. Yeah. With some goons. So it's very hard to play. I've come across cheaters at this point. Mm. I'm at the, I'm moved into the bracket of cheaters mm-hmm. apparently. So I've seen in the last three days, I've seen three cheaters. And that's including the regular multiplayer. Yeah. And then when I say cheating, I don't mean like, oh, they're, they're really good. They might be cheating. They might not be cheating. I'm blatant cheaters. Yeah. Guys that are shooting, um, you know, sniper rifles at automatic fire through windows or through walls. So they're just blatantly cheating. Like they're not, they're probably banned four times Mm -hmm. before. All it takes is to make a new account and you're back. It's a free to play game and you're back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's yeah. The, there are times in Warzone where it can really start to get like hard to go back into the next game, just because you know you die off the off the rip. You're like, I yeah. don't have to do all this over again or whatever, you know. So yeah, that's understandable. I will say Apex has, even though I don't like Apex very much, I will say Apex has that down better than everybody. If you once you're done with that game, you jump right back into it. Hate's a strong word, which is why I'm using it. But I don't like Apex. <laughs> okay. All. I just, it just doesn't, I, the, just the, the constant go and then stop, go and then stop of Apex, it just bothers me. Cause it's like you have to, you have to have shield in order to win fights in that game. Yeah. And the shielding takes forever in that game. Even the smaller shields takes forever. It's 15 seconds no, to I know. Phoenix it, on that game, no, which is an eternity. The, the worst thing about Apex is that it, the worst thing about it is, when they take away the best thing about it, which right. is the movement. So yeah. we're like, okay, half of the game is this awesome movement. The other half of the game is they is reshielding, shielding, which yeah. takes your movement away. You can't run and yeah. heal. It's really annoying. And recharge or whatever. Right. So, and that's like, just the shields. That's not even like holding the, the syringes and stuff. Punishes you with the worst aspect of the game. Right. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make, just lean into don't, it. If they're going to lean like into it. it, you know, um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, I, I got the, oh, I played, uh, I also played, uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, the Dune game that came out. The the um, real-time strategy yeah, game? Yeah, I did play a little bit of it. It, yeah. it. It's just Civ. It's it's Civ, but Dune. I mean, that's that all That is, is a remaster of one of the greatest, of one of, a classic real-time strategy S- game. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Dune? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it now off the top of my head, but You're it's talking a Dune about the game. game Pass one, right? Yeah, the yeah. one that yeah, just came out on Game Pass. I cannot I can't, I don't know the name. It's Dune. Just Are you struggling Dune. with um with controls on a controller or do they make it decent? Um it's 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 it's, it's a you know, it's a real-time strategy game on a controller. So I don't okay. know how good you can actually make it. It's still not great to be oh, honest with you. Okay. Um but man, 
I you really Dune. don't like these. Do you love Dune? And it has love Dune. brought you to a genre. Yeah, that I haven't got. Like. I will say I haven't gotten very far. Like I've done, like the entire tutorial, and then started like the first con, the first conquest or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, but that's it. Like I haven't gotten much further than that. Um, cool. and yeah, the controls seem like they're going to be kind of an issue, which is you know it's a real time strategy game on controller, so kind of expected. Can't yeah. get your hotkeys. I, I think Halo does a good job. Job. A cre- Halo Wars creative assembly. They make Halo Wars. Mm-hmm. I think um, they did a great that game job. was made for controller. Though. I know a real time strategy game yeah. made for controller. Right. I can accept also some beautiful cutscenes in those games because it's blur and that's what they do. They blur the lines. Those guys are good. Yes, they are. Um, and then I had a weird random want of wanting to play the Splinter Cell games. I've never played any of them. Wow. Yeah, I know. Did you so I was going to ask you, which game should I play if I wanted to start the Center Splinter Cell series? Chaos Theory. Okay. That's Splinter Cell 3. Consider it done. Chaos Theory. Start that. Wait, will I have to know anything about 2 or 1? <laughs> uh, no. Maybe just go through Wikipedia. To, I know. Because, because there is a story. It's not important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that important, Sold? I should say. And then part 2, which is Pandora Tomorrow, is... Uh, Kind of refers back to that story. Mm-hmm. Now, Chaos Theories Part 3, they have their own story, although they mention Upper Echelon, which is the company you work for, right. the, the agency you work for. Uh, they they bring back old names, old Clancy names. Gotcha. Okay. You know, it's a Clancy game. It's a so Clancy game, yeah. A lot of names are familiar all the time. Play that game. It's very good. One of the Chaos Theory. Okay. Probably the best stealth game ever made, maybe. Is it backwards compatible? Yeah. And it looks great. I love Xbox. It, lo- it oh looks God. great on Xbox. Yeah. All right. I'll play that. And then, cause I, I, for some reason I was like, I kind of want to play cause I never played any. Next of one you should play after that is, uh, don't, you can play the in order after that. Start mm. with three and then go to, through the next ones, which I can't remember what they're called. Rogue something. Isn't um, that one of them rogue agent or something like yeah, that? Yeah. But do a uh, blacklist next. Oh, okay. It's not Michael one. Ironside is not, voice acting that even though it's a continuation from the story so it's a yeah. little jarring but that's a fantastic game it was xbox one x enhanced mm-hmm. so because it's a 360 game right so it looks fantastic right okay now. they th- by the way they have not teased a game more since i've been alive than whatever splinter cell is going to do next they put them in rainbow six they put them in ghost recon for a little bit as like one mission Sam Fisher? Yeah. They, they have not teased a Splinter Cell game more than... They've teased a Splinter Cell game more than any other game I've ever played. And they there's no reason to expect a Splinter Cell game. Yeah. Other than just, hey, guess what? Sam Fisher is here. And now I take that back with the greatest stealth game. I think that Metal Gear Solid right. and the, that franchise is a right. better game. With the overrated Kojima. But the pure, yeah. The pure stealth in Chaos Theory is, is mm. very good. You'll see. Okay. It's just more a little, a little bit more cinematic. Sometimes linear, sometimes not. It's right. just a perfect balance. It's a really good game. All right. I'll play Chaos Theory then. Because I, for whatever reason, I want to play Splinter Cell. Hey. Don't know why. It's not easy. Hey, it's not easy being cheesy either. It's also not, it's not easy. So just. Not easy. Being be, cheesy. Be patient. The first right. level. It's hard? It's hard to get into. Once you okay. get to the lighthouse and then you. Oh, you're teasing at the lighthouse. Once you All get right. to the lighthouse, it opens up a little bit. And you'll get past that first level and okay. then great think, movie. And then good luck. All right. Yeah, it is a great movie. Lighthouse. Yeah. All right. What have you been playing? Sorry. I talked a lot there. Um, I'm playing the finals. I have nothing else to say other than what you said. I'm playing Warzone as well. 
Um, same thing, Armored Core. We talked about it. And um, the one and only Bubble Bobble. Oh, yeah. I am absolutely dominating this. Yeah, yeah, we know. Place. All right. You, you have the advantage, though. I've never played that game. It's crazy how far I'm we've a veteran. come. It's crazy how far we've come, by the way, because that used to be like a huge arcade box you have to put <laughs> inside a pizzeria, and we had to put quarters in, and now it's like, hey, just buy this tiny little six inch by six inch box, and you can play the entire Bubble Bobble game if you want to. Yeah, it's, and like, and it's been twenty years, and that's how how far we've come. Oh, it's Maybe been more than years. twenty years. Yeah, yeah. but it, I mean, that's how far we've came come. Came out in the eighties, I think. 89. Oh, really? Maybe okay. ninety, eighty nine. Yeah, forty years then. That's yeah. That's wild. That's wild. Um, yeah. Bubble Bobble. I used to play that game riding um, or standing on skates. Like roller skates? Because it was at the roller rink. Dude. And I'd be like, I'll take these quarters instead of eating dinner that my mom gave me. And I'm going to play Bubble Bobble and then Bad Dudes and Street Fighter. Okay. Shout out arcades. Just in general, arcades arcades. and roller rinks. If you're going to shout out anything, shout out the episode we had earlier. Where where we're shouting out. No, because we are no. shouting a loud, out a lot in this episode too. I'm, I just realized that. No, we are. I think so. I think nah, we're shouting out a lot. Did like it it might times. be literally after every segment we shouted out something. Okay. So shout I'm out the super shout out. Sorry, I hate that. I hate that word. Shout out or shout phrase. Out, do not. I do not like it. That's so funny. But if you are going to do that, refer to our previous episode where we talk about the arcades. Arcades are kind of maybe not coming back, but that does feel like something similar to like records where I could see them having a sort of resurgence. There is a resurgence of a different time, but it's all kind of adult. It's like a bar resurgence. And right. it's kind of sad. Some of them are really good. There was one in Philadelphia that was fantastic. I can't remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in San Francisco that were God awful. It was sad watching these awesome pinball machines and awesome cabinets get abused like that. Yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of them are not. Um, the actual arcades, a lot of them are someone's pre-built like laptop right. with, with running emulators, yeah. taking your quarters, which I think is, that's, that's, uh, that should be borderline illegal, which I think is, well, first of all, it is illegal. Cause you're not really, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't just download street fighter and that's then true. charge yeah. people to yeah, play it. You don't even true. own it. You didn't buy the actual, that, cause I, I know game. that's, a, I know that's illegal because if you go into movie theaters and they're using like Amazon and just renting it and then putting on the big screen, that's illegal. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Yeah. And the charge for it. That's yeah. Imagine running a theater and then you're just, ha- you have your right. Amazon subscription. Yeah, somebody's just running the movie off of Amazon or whatever. It's the exact same thing. It's illegal. Yeah. So, yeah. So there is a resurgence. It's just sad. Some of them are really good. I have a high yeah. score on, um, uh, ghouls and ghosts or ghosts and goblins. One of those in Philadelphia. And I had that thing for a year. No one oh, touched cool. that high score and I got it on accident. What does that mean? Apparently, if you get that little red devil, the Capcom red devil, uh-huh. he's in that first level. If you, if you kill him really quickly, you, you can kind of manipulate the score a lot before the first level. And I only beat the first level. And by the time I beat the first level, I was high up were, there on the leaderboard. You were riding high. Yeah. Anyways. I love that game. Okay. We're going to wrap it up there. Went over on time, but we're missing next week. So. That's Merry, why Merry give Christmas. you a little, yeah, give you a little extra, a little extra long episode for the Christmas holiday. Uh, we're off next week again. Want to repeat that? So you don't expect an episode next week for the Christmas holiday. Um, Send in Mer- hate mail. Well, I mean, you can, I guess. <laughs> it's up to you guys. I won't read it. <laughs> um, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays to you and yours. Thank you guys very much for listening 
through this first half year of episodes. We hope we're here for a lot longer, a lot, a lot longer of a time. We're 28 episodes in. That's basically half a year. So, dude, 2023 has been an awesome year for me. I got yeah. my job that I've always wanted, and um, that's for next week, though, or the week after, though, because we're not done yet. I know we still got two more weeks, or basically a week and a half, two more weeks. But it's still nothing. We'll see. Nothing can happen from now until oh, the first oh, of January. You're tempting fate, there, chief. <laughs> you're tempting fate. All right, uh, All right. See you guys next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Active reload, and uh, not next week. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye, guys. See ya.